0: everybody and welcome back to the Musicians Cafe. We are so glad that you took time to be with us. Your table is ready so come on inside and hang out with us for the next half hour or so as we talk about the music scene around Winchester. I'm Brian Dick and sitting right next to me is my co-host DJ Jam Master Jam Chris Gray. DJ Chris, how are you? Master Jam. That's new <laughs> How are you, you feeling one? Chris? Absolutely great. Episode three today right? Exactly right
1: man. It's hard to believe we're putting them together quickly right? Yes sir. And who else better to have on our podcast than the man, the myth, the legend exactly. himself, Mister Robbie Lyman. Robbie, how's it <laughs> going, man?
0: It's going great, man. How are you guys? Oh, we're so we're so glad to have you here. We've been uh, we've been really lucky to have great guests so far. But when you agreed to come on, on board, I know Chris and I were both you know, really happy about that, two thumbs up, and so we're looking forward to getting into a bunch of stuff with you this evening and hanging out and, and enjoying the next half hour or so. So thank you for being here. appreciate it.
2: Likewise, you guys, and really an honor to to be with you guys, and thanks for asking.
0: Of course, man, of course. I'm so glad. We're hanging out in Robbie's lair here in Frederick County, and he's got such a beautiful place, so we're all relaxed and ready to knock out this next half hour. Like we usually do, we start out our... Program each week uh, with our menu, checking out what's going on in the music scene around Winchester. So, Chris, why don't you pop that thing open to see what's on special tonight?
1: On the menu, of course, as always, we're going to start with our national gigs uh, in Jiffy Lube Live. On the 12th, we have the Backstreet Boys. We talked about this last time. Again, still not going. <laughs> <laughs> on the 16th, One Republic. On the 17th, Jason Aldean himself. And on the 21st, Mr. Luke Bryan. So I've seen Luke there. I've seen Jason there. They're always good entertainers. In fact, I think they've probably both won Entertainer of the Year, haven't they? I believe,
0: yeah, I believe so. Yep, yep. I know sure. Jason has.
1: At the Tally Ho Theater in Leesburg on the 13th, David Cook uh, on the 14th uh dead letter office which is an rem tribute band we play
0: a couple rem songs don't we We do yeah what a huge band they were rob you guys managed. play some rem we don't
2: well? we don't but i'd like to i'd like to pull out the mandolin and do a little rem oh man they there had, had some mandolin in their songs i think
0: you ever been to the tally ho
2: i have before the renovation really yeah
0: okay I just brag about it all the time. I, I think it's wonderful.
2: Yeah, yeah. People say it's really nice. I, uh, my band played there before the renovation, so it was a little, little funky. Um, sure.
1: So I'm sure it's a lot better now. Oh, my. Yeah, it sure is. And, of course, on the 15th, Who's Bad, Michael Jackson tribute band. So that's pretty cool. Oh, I'm, that's a, hu- cool. I'm a huge Michael fan.
2: <laughs> Who's, is it? They're
1: called Who's Bad? Who's Bad.
2: That's great. Yeah. That is a cool name. I'd go see that. <laughs> Com-
1: coming up uh, at the Hollywood Casino Event Center. On the 29th and the 30th, two different shows. Mr. Jamie Johnson himself. Love me some Jamie Johnson, member of the Grand Ole Opry, great country singer, great voice, great tone. Uh, and then, so that's really all we have for the meantime at the national venues. Coming up here locally again at Barrel Oak Winery. That's at the end of Delaplane, where Delaplane meets 66. On the 16th, Freddie Hall and Acoustic Iron. And then down that area as well, Bear Chase Brewery on the 15th, Hall Vote, And on the 16th, Pete Lapp and Levi Steffens.
2: I need to get out and see some music. I know. And get well, familiar you, you with these guys. you play too much is what I it know. is. Yeah. I,
0: I feel this way every time we do the menu because these new names, I'm yeah. like, gosh, I want to see those.
1: <laughs> and then coming up at the Box Office Brewery, we're all familiar with Box Office oh, in yeah. Strasburg. And that is on the fifteenth, five of a kind, which is a bluegrass band, and on the sixteenth, Mr. Ryan Jewell. So we know both of those names. Yeah. Make sure you guys, if uh, if you follow those, get to Box Office Brewery this weekend. Backseat Bar and Grill on the sixteenth has Freak Show. Freak Show. They're
0: a lot of fun. You guys seen them? Yeah, they're they're a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, definitely go check that out, especially if you're in you know, you know, sort of fun rock. Yeah, it's cool. I can only assume they dress the part, right? They do.
1: So at the monument coming up on the 14th, the Steelwoods, on the 15th, Low Water Bridge, and on the 16th, we have a bunch with a Defending Cane, Phantom Hourglass, Ashes of Everest, Kaluna, and Hollow Light. So there's a lineup right Man. there for this weekend. The, there? the
0: monument's blowing up is that for in, sure. Is that
1: in one night, all that? No, sir. So yeah, that was the, yes, the last, the last group was the 16th. That was the Defending Cane, Phantom Hourglass, Ashes of Everest,
0: Kaluna and Hollow Light. Holy mackerel. Yeah. Yeah. Busy place. wonder what time that starts and know. ends. It didn't say on the listing, but I'm sure, you know, who knows. That's a long night. Longer than I can stay up, I bet. <laughs> and Low Water Bridge is there Friday night. Robbie, you've ever seen uh, Low Water
1: Bridge? I think I have. You better do it quick because yeah. I guarantee their ticket prices are going to go through the roof. Is that right? Yes. Their band is good. awesome. In fact, they're on our podcast next week. So you need to tune in and check them out. What kind of music? Uh, americana bluegrass whatever country whatever you want to call it feel good music i've heard of them and i feel like i've seen them but right. it may have been a while yeah i, I saw them play with town mountain who's actually been at the monument too uh who may be at the monument soon i forget uh but they were down at b Corp brewing in bluemont as well i mean they just killed it wow yep okay so uh moving a little bit closer here still p2 uh that's the paladin 2 up in clearbrook of the old woolen mill On the 15th, Promising Leith. And on the 16th, Fast Eddie. So a couple bands there this weekend. Uh, Piccadilly Brew Pub on the 15th, Happy Hour Trio. And on the 16th, Blackjack Band. Robbie, we were talking about Blackjack before. Yeah, man.
2: Yeah, Jimmy and Mel are just fabulous. Fabulous singer, fabulous
1: player. Well, and they're true entertainers, right? They They are. They they are. They kind of grew up in the business, and they've been around the block they have yeah, veterans veterans, for all man. sorts of people
2: they're veterans veteran
0: musicians they're really cool really nice man I'm going to be busy seeing all these people I know yeah.
1: <laughs> wow coming up at the Bright Box Theater on the 14th New Metal Madness Tour with Crazy Town Edema and Flaw and then on the 16th Deja Fu. Yeah. Yeah, Foo yeah Foo Fighters tri-
0: tribute oh yeah this is oh, actually was, cool oh I was
1: thinking Steely Dan tribute <laughs> I can see yeah exactly right that's
0: Foo Fighters <laughs> And uh, Dave Grohl, a Virginia boy. Yeah, you that's know, so right. So it's yeah. kind of cool. And uh, I was a big Foo Fighters fan. Still am. I definitely enjoy them. Yeah.
1: And then the same day, Jettish, which is a Joan Jett tribute band. Jettish. Uh, Jetish. She, Jet-ish. Went, she went to high school in but, Wheaton,
0: Maryland. Did she really? Mm-hmm. Well, see, I love your knowledge. That's awesome.
1: And on the 17th there at the Bright Box, Daniel Donato's comic, Cosmic Country cosmic country it's that cosmic country fun. i uh, don't in know that, band. that I want to be in that band <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> I, I, all i can think of is going to you know, your north side lanes and they have the cosmic bowling with all the. Yeah. that's what i see when i think Ooh. about that and
1: mm-hmm. then coming up here uh this friday at west oaks for friday night west oaks we have sold out huge oh. band around the area so how can That'd you not back. like some sold out yeah absolutely it's gonna be perfect weather too i just looked it up today oh good and then, uh, as we announced last week on the podcast, on the 11th at Shiley Acres, Mr. Tracy Lawrence and Mr. Rodney Atkins. Oh, wow.
2: Cool. Two huge
1: country artists. Huge. Shiley it,
2: Acres still going.
1: It is. It's crazy. That, awesome? that is I awesome. I love it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And that's it for the menu. So, uh, we're going to fold it back up.
0: We're going to tuck it away. We'll bring it out next week. Man, I appreciate that, Chris. Thanks for going through all that. Lots of opportunities for people to get out and see something.
2: It's so nice that that music is back. Yes. Live
0: music is back. Yes. And,
2: and, uh, and going strong. It's nice to see all, all my friends and, and all the
0: musicians working again. Exactly. You know, Robbie, when you had agreed to be on our show, i got to admit, I thought about sort of things I wanted to talk to you about. My first question is a little bit long-winded, so bear with me, but there's sort of a point to it. I remember, you know, I've always sort of felt like I've had uh, a pretty decent idea of what's going on around our channel. I grew up in Winchester, been to a lot of the venues over the years. I remember, and I don't even know how many years ago it was, but, you know, I've known you for a while. We've done some things downtown together, you know, the downtown events with uh, with Dario and that type of thing. But I remember be- before that, I um, I had folks that would say to me, you know, you know, over the weekend we went and saw the Robbie Lyman band. And I go, really... Robbie Lyman, haven't heard of him. And they go, oh, my gosh, they're great. They're great. They're great. you got to go see them. And so then, you know, it wouldn't be, but maybe the same weekend or the next day or whatever, I'd run into somebody else and they'd say, I saw Robbie Lyman this weekend. It was so great. And I'm thinking, wow, who's this Who's this guy, Robbie Lyman? I don't know. And so it was that but a week or so later that my wife and I went and saw you, and it's actually at Piccadilly Brew Pub. And we get there, and I'm thinking, you know, I haven't really heard of him before, but I walk in, and the place is jam-packed. And I'm thinking there's no way this guy built this kind of following in the few weeks that I've heard your name. So that's my long-winded question. Let's get back and how did you build this following? What did it, How did it all start for you?
2: In Winchester? Sure. Um, well first of all, that's really nice to hear. That's really <laughs> nice to hear. I'm completely unaware of that stuff. Oh my, you, know, yeah. the, you know but uh, I had stopped playing music when I moved out here. Um, because I moved from Maryland, Prince George's oh, sure. County, Maryland, and I had a two-year-old. Okay. And um, I kind of stopped playing, and I got out here. Uh, we bought a house in Middletown, and then I found an open mic. <laughs> and I went to an open mic, and and... While my son was in infant stage, I was kind of working on some solo stuff, like some, some just some songs I've always wanted to learn but never really had a chance. So, mm-hmm. so I was kind of building a little solo repertoire while he was. While I had to just kind of watch him, and he couldn't move, you know. And uh, so went to the open mic, and it was fun, and met some friends, and got some good responses. And my friend Ken Wissman um, came to me and said. You need a you need a bass player in a band. He's a bass player. Okay. He said, I'm I'm the bass player. <laughs> we need a band. Right. And I said, I agree. So we found some guys and started rehearsing and, you know, came up with some material that we thought that we liked and that we thought people would like and then we just started playing. Wow. So w-
1: what was the joint that had the lucky open mic that started the Robbie? Oh, Lyman that band? was
2: Christina's in Strasbourg. In Strasbourg. Yeah, they when they the old Christina's in Strasbourg. Okay. Yeah, uh, there's a Mexican restaurant there now, uh, Ulaskos.
0: Oh yeah, that's Hulazco's. right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I was trying to place the location. Yeah,
2: and
0: then it's, the Hungry Dog in Strasbourg. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, then we then we played there and. It's been a good
0: ride for you, for sure. It's been a, yeah, it's been great. Oh my gosh, it's been great. Oh my gosh,
2: it's been fun, and I've met so many great people.
0: And so over those
1: years, whenever what year, what year do you think that was? Maybe that was. Um, let's see, two thousand one, two thousand two,
2: three.
1: Cool. So on your bio, on your uh, on your website, it says since two thousand five, you've been playing two hundred plus appearances a year. Yeah, that's incredible. I mean it that's that, that that that's a lot that that's basically your whole year booked up right I mean is that is that that's what it, right. it and you make a living off of this is that what that takes to make a living off of it
2: for me yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: it, I guess it depends
2: you know if you're getting like like higher paying gigs you can do less you know and make a living
1: you are actively working day in and day out and so uh, I just think that's incredible it and, is. And, and here around Winchester there's a bunch of people like you that have maybe not 200 gigs but yeah a whole lot of places to play Yeah, there
2: are other guys that do the same thing they just you know hit the pavement and you know all week you know most of the week playing uh and sometimes two gigs a day right you know that's a lot of singing yeah, oh you know, it's it's a it's it's a lot more than than what the famous guys are doing. You know, it is, and, you know? and
0: keeping your schedule must be incredibly hard to kind of remember where you're going next and that type of thing. Uh,
2: y- I look, you know, I look every Monday to see where <laughs> I'm playing the next week. You yeah. know, and it's I embarrassing when people say, "Hey, uh, where are you playing next week?" And I'm like, oh, "I have to look. I'm not sure." And one oh, of the cool you.
1: parts is that I was looking at your schedule and. You don't play at, a, I mean, you play at a lot of traditional venues that everybody, you know, that we've mentioned on our on our menu, but you also play at a lot of venues that we don't, and we would probably never mention on our, our menu. Uh, what, what kind of venues are those? I mean, I'll just give you a, a hint, like a, a nursing home.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love doing that. The Willows at Meadow Branch. Um, I do that every month. And uh, I really enjoy doing that. I, You know, I feel like playing music is almost like um, an education in learning how people react, you know, almost like a human response. Um, and with those people who might have some dementia going on, things like that, I always go in there every time kind of interested in provoking some memories and some uh, some feelings, you right. know, to you know, hopefully Your happy price, price line.
1: So, oh, and that's what you know. We were we've talked on the the trailer and in the past couple episodes that that's a common trend. Is it doesn't really matter what you're playing. It matters that you love what you're playing and that you're making people feel good about it. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, yeah for sure. You know, um, you going again? Reading your bio. You're award-winning, your performances as nice. uh, you know, as <laughs> Hank Williams and as Buddy Holly, yeah, have won yeah, you that's really many, those are many really awards, nice. and, and and of course you know, were aware of of your solo work. You do a lot of, of hits from the sixties, 50s, twenties, thirties, forties, exactly. Yeah. yeah, you're, you're yeah. all over the place yeah. for sure. Um, one of the things I was curious though, what excites you about new music? That that's there? do you have stuff that you're listening to that's newer that you're going, wow, that's cool, or is it still? Pretty much, you like the standards. I I, I do like the standards. I really do. Um,
2: I'm still digging back in the '70s catalogs to find stuff for my band to play, uh, and and we're doing a little. We've stepped up into the '80s and '90s even. Yes. So I'm looking for cool things in there too, in the '80s and '90s for us to 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 try. You right, know? right, and exactly. and it's working. We're getting some good stuff. It's it's fun.
1: That's cool. We're big fun. 90s freaks, aren't we? We are. Yeah. We go to the 90s dance every year for Apple Blossom. Yeah. Have you guys ever played for that? Because uh, I know you guys play mainly a lot of 70s music. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I've done Apple Blossom a number of times. And then we did the Hank Williams Patsy Klein show for Apple Blossom. Right.
1: Was yeah. that this last year or two years ago? It was
2: like two years ago. And it was like a torrential downpour. And we did it in the Big
0: Wilkins uh, yep.
2: place. yeah. And it was just torrential.
0: Oh, wow. Huh. Wow. Growing up. Lots of music in your home? Is that how it all began for you?
2: My father had a ukulele. And uh, when the Miller Lights came out, the ukulele came out. Nice. And he'd sing kind of silly songs, you know, Five Foot Two, um, Sweet Georgia Brown. And he'd he'd interject words. Uh, he'd interject all the kids' names into the songs. Right. Things like that. And so I picked his... I can remember sitting on his bed and picking that up and strumming it and him teaching me chords. And then I start learning, I start really practicing it and I came up with a raindrops key phone on my head. I learned that song, B.J. Thomas. And I said, Dad, check this out. And I could even play the melody and the chords, you know, which even surprised me. And he... Listen to it, and you it's too many chords. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I still have a ukulele. That's cool. So so that's you really play, cool. You play uke, you play guitar, mm-hmm. uh, both acoustic and uh, electric. Do mm-hmm. you play yeah. any other instruments?
2: Mm-hmm. Well, um, because being in theater, you're kind of forced, not forced, but you're expected to know how to play a lot of instruments. And there was one show where we literally instruments would go around to everyone and you'd end up playing the upright bass, the accordion, the, the dulcimer, you know, anything, and know whatever it called for. So I can play most stringed instruments. I can play at least one song.
1: There really? you go. Know. Ma- so, master of none. That's pretty cool. So tell us about that a little bit. And, and a lot of folks that come out to listen to you, uh, just you or you and your band don't know that you do have a theater background. Uh, how did that start? Is that something that you ever trained in professionally or was it just school?
2: Not at all. not at all I had no interest in theater at all. Um, really. Yeah, there was the wayside theater down in Middletown and, yeah. and I'd pass by there and I'd always see the director Warner Crocker outside smoking and, uh, and I'd say hi and you know walk my dog or my kid you know and, uh, and so they have a board of directors and my music buddy, Doug Arthur who you might know. I do. Yeah. Was on the board and he called me one day and Doug and Doug and I had played music at the Hungry Dog, you know, a couple times. Okay. So we were aware of each other and he'd heard me sing and he knew I could kind of do voices and he said, Hey, Wayside's looking to do Lost Highway, the Legend of Hank Williams. And, uh, we think you should, I, I, I think you'd really enjoy it. So I went down. He he talked me into going down auditioning. I was really hesitant, um, so I went down. He said, "Just play him a couple, you know. Hey, good looking, you know." Right. So I did, and Warner said, uh, "Okay, you you're our guy. You got the job." I said, "But I don't know how to act." He said, "I'll take care of the acting. You take care of the singing." Wow. And I put all my trust in him, and uh, and really he was just just great, great director fantastic um, and I got to the theater bug Bug, you know those shows we did like 42 shows oh and, wow yeah there were five shows a week and it was in uh, Middletown yeah wow and it was re- for I think it was like two months and it was um, it was a great run great sales at the box office right. and uh, and I was loving every minute of I'll it bet. and they're yeah.
1: they're closed now right yeah how many years has that been do you think Ooh. Gosh, seems like it's maybe
2: ten. Let's see, four. Yeah, maybe eight, ten years.
1: Has it been that long? Wow, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I do remember going to back back to uh, see some Christmas plays there. weren't they Just, just awesome. They it was, it's so cool that I mean that theater was small too, right? Yeah. Just just one of those. It wasn't a black box, but it felt like a black box. You know, it was it was very up close and personal. So good. I remember the Scrooge came at me, and I have nightmares about that still. <laughs>
0: You, but go ahead. But you, I
1: mean, you had a couple of different plays, right? Yeah. Um, so, um, and then here, most recently you've had the Hank Williams, lost highway and buddy, the buddy, Holly story. So, but those aren't just around Winchester, right? right. You've kind of gone all over the place with those. So
2: those shows lost highway and buddy, Holly story are, are licensed right. theater shows that theaters buy. Okay. Um, it and, uh, Then after I did those, was cast as those guys, and when those shows were over, you know I kind of want to keep doing it, but you know I wouldn't get a contract to go do it at a you know for a theater. So I said I'm going to write my own. Um, Actually, it happened because there's a gentleman in Scottsville, Virginia, that saw Hank Williams' uh, Lost Highway, and after he saw it, he got in touch with me, and he said. I want you to bring the Hank Williams show to my theater here in Scottsville because Hank Williams actually sang here. And I pulled the curtain for him when I was a little kid. And I was like, oh, that's great. I said, but I'm sorry, I can't bring that show because it's not my show and I don't own the rights to it. He said, "Um, you don't understand. I want you to bring a Hank Williams show to my... I said, oh, I think I know what you mean. You want me to... Come up with a show. He said, "Yeah." So me and my buddy Ken Wisman, who joint who got me to start a band, sure. He and I wrote a show, and it's uh, it was called Love Sick Blues. Um, and then I start doing that as a one nighter in theaters around. Right. And then after I did Buddy Holly with as a as a cast member of the Buddy Holly story, I wrote my own Buddy Holly show.
0: Me and Ken wrote it. Yeah. So uh, you would be hard pressed to find anyone who passed away at the age of 29 years old that's oh, left a bigger imprint on music in general not just country music than than Hank Williams. it's it's astonishing it really is it is crazy and he had a pseudo name Luke the drifter
2: yes that's and he right. did I spoken forgot about that. word right. you know he just it no words for that guy right exactly. you know I, I went to Nashville and went in the the um, the whatever museum they have there and his stuff is there and I just stood at the Glass just wanting to jump in there and touch that stuff. I'm sure his suit
0: and his guitar. Such a mysterious, cold character, exactly. And that, that, what you're feeling is still so strong throughout country music today. Yeah, it really is. It's amazing. I can
2: play, Hey, Good Looking, and as soon as I say, Hey, Good Looking, I could stop singing, and everyone else say, What you got? Yeah, young and old. It's almost like that song is inborn in humans when they're born. It know?
0: really is. It really is. Man, I tell you, so Nashville been there touristy wise, or you've been it, there doing stuff. Yeah. I went down, uh, just really to see my son. He
2: was there. Um, and we went to a concert and I also went to drop by a music store that I sold an old 56 Les in. and okay. I went to meet the guy that sold it and, uh, so we weren't there very long, yeah.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Any artists stand out for you? Do you? We've talked about Hank Williams. Those are there ones that you just...
2: Willie Nelson. Yeah, okay, there we go. Okay. So many. George Jones. Gosh. Sort of the crooners just, in all this movies, yeah. Oh, I love those guys. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's
1: just so many. So you, you've been to Nashville, um, and... You've recorded some CDs. Have you recorded CDs in Nashville? No. Mm-mm. Okay. No. I mean, so you have... Uh, I saw that you have seven CDs out. Is that still accurate? I think so, yeah. And, and are they uh, originals? Are they covers? Mostly
2: covers. Okay. There's one original that's all originals. One one CD that's all originals. And that's written, by,
1: written by you yeah, or I wrote several all of people? I, I of awesome. them.
2: Yeah. You enjoy that? Yeah. I do. Okay. I do. Um, I just don't... You know, I... How do I say it? I don't know how to even go about doing that today and getting it out there. You know, I would need some young guy to, some young guy or girl to kind of navigate and put my stuff out there. But I also would need to go. You know, I'd like to record here, right? Which is what I'm in the process of setting up to do. Um, But I want to, yeah, I I do want to start recording again really bad. And then we'll see what happens. So but I'm not itching to do it. It's I like playing live. I like playing what we do right, right now. Right, You know?
1: So you've been writing. You, do you still write just as a... I mean, I, do you find he, it like a therapy type of thing, or do you do it because you think you have to, or...? Um... Well, therapy, probably. Um,
2: have to, no. But, uh... I really have fun doing it. Um, I Even between songs, like at gigs, I'll goof around on the guitar just to kind of make a segue to another song. Yeah. And I swear, like, like two or three times during a gig, I'm like, that's a song right there. That's a song I got to remember that. <laughs> yeah. you know, so I try and remember those ideas. I love it. So I always, you know coming up with something. it
0: would be unfair for us to to do this with you and not sort of give a shout out to your band i know you do obviously acoustic things by yourself Absolutely. but i saw your band a couple of weeks ago they're just great man they're so tight and so good and, and they seem like they enjoy it as much as you do oh
2: man yeah you know yeah, we all enjoy it jamie leonard drums yep. singing sings great Paul shadow guitar sings great
0: Chuck Peterson, bass, sings great, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, and I, you know, I've Chuck from from other yeah, bands, The Verge, and that kind of thing, and and so yeah. I mean, you you just we were at West Oaks to see you, and we were just kind of taken back about how excited you all seemed to be to be there. You know, we are mean? with the sun in your eyes, by the way. Oh my gosh, <laughs> <laughs> that stage will get for, you <laughs> on our <ever> set,
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh um, yeah. my. Uh, so uh, you know, we talked about West Oaks, and, and we've talked about all the venues you've been to. And I know you probably can't name a favorite venue around here. Mm. I mean, name some of your favorites. So, some of your some of your most intimate places that you can you can really connect with people, either just you or with with your band as well. Well, of course, West Oaks has really come around to be a yes.
2: good one for everyone. You know, the audience and the band. So, so West Oaks, Piccadilly was always a great one. You know, when they had music out on the boat, mm-hmm. um, that was really fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. You know, so I love doing, you know, Mallory Hill and right. uh, the wineries. Um,
0: oh, I can't I can't think of them. It's hard to pick this one, I think. Uh, hard yeah. to pick one out of Absolutely. 200, right?
2: Well, and you know what, though? I mean, every venue has a great, you know, probably has a great uh, night that where their venue is the best venue, you I know, agree. because the crowd's right on. They got a good crowd and everything is lining up, you know. I agree,
0: and, yep. You know, you're, you wouldn't admit this, but I'm going to. You know, is we've got so many talented people in this area. Yeah. No no disrespect to anyone. But you probably are the biggest straw that we have in this area. I, I believe that. Um, if you're not, you're one of. How's that? Makes you feel more comfortable. It makes me more comfortable. Are you... Are you um, are you a Frederick County person for life? Is this where you put your roots down and you're going to be with us? Because I'm telling you, this this town would just really hate to have to ever part with you. Well, you're so
2: nice to say that. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you, really. Um, yeah, I think I'm here for good. Yeah. 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 I love being here, and um, yeah, I can't see me anywhere else.
0: Everybody uh, out there, you can take a sigh of relief because, uh, you <laughs> well, know.
2: Well, you know what, though? I mean, really, I love this area. I love Winchester. I love all the people. I really do. Right. Um, it's like a dream. Um, and I've always had the idea that I'd love to be, it, <laughs> I'll tell you where this came from, I'd love to be a tradition where people, you know, like the Museum of the Shenandoah Valley, that's another venue that's really good. Those right. concerts have been really phenomenal. They have, yep. And
1: they're packed.
2: They're packed, yeah. They you know? are, yeah. So it's a, it, I would love to be, Uh, A musician that people would would kind of bank on seeing every year, make a plan to come see, and, you know, I want to keep playing the Museum of Shenandoah Valley, West Oaks, you know, yearly, and just keep doing it. I, uh, uh, one inspiration was a guy named Greg Russell in Hilton Head Island. Okay. He was a solo guy, and he played under the oak tree, and if you know Hilton Head, you know where the oak tree is, and he would get a huge crowd and entertain the crowd right um, with comedy and funny songs and good songs and he's still doing and I was probably 10 12, 10 12 years old when I saw him and he's still do he's doing now cruises with his wow. music okay people buy and go on cruises and he entertains um, he was a huge inspiration to me because I watched him do what he did and how he entertained a crowd all by himself and I thought, I want to be there. You know, he's not—he's not a famous guy. He's just a local guy that
0: entertains. You know, well, it's working. It's good. In case I, you're wondering, it's working. <laughs> I like it. Yeah.
1: Well, Robbie, we just got a couple minutes left here. Um, if you want to pull up your schedule, we could talk about a few of the places you're going to be at here soon. Uh, and, and I know the first of which is going to be Woodstock Brew House Thursday. This Thursday, yeah, Woodstock Brew House. If y'all have never been to Woodstock Brew House on a thirsty Thursday. Mm-hmm. It's a place to be. We went, uh my wife and I went and saw uh Brian Stutzman who's mm-hmm. gonna be uh he was playing there last week and he will be on the, the podcast next month. Oh cool. But I mean it's just an incredible atmosphere, right? I mean yeah, pe- people in Woodstock really want to get out on a Thursday, you it's could a, tell that. Great place, great beers. Yes, sir. What Good else food. you got coming up? Then Friday,
2: this Friday the fifteenth, I'm at George Washington Hotel. Oh. I love playing there. Um Saturday, I'm at the Little Washington Winery out in um, Little Washington. Down
0: off to 11. Yeah, Yeah, exactly what you're talking
2: about. Mm -hmm. And Sunday, I'm at McDowell's Brew Kitchen in Leesburg.
0: Wow, okay. Four nights straight for sure. Uh, And then next week is seven gigs. Oh, my god, Yeah, it's nuts. Wow, I marvel at that for sure. (laughs) Me too. We scratched the surface (laughs) with you tonight for sure, Robbie. And we could go for hours. I, I can't even thank you enough for taking the time to pull back the curtain a little bit for everybody to take a look at what's going on with you and your band. Um, and hopefully that leads into another show down the road that we'd like to even love get to do a little it, deeper. You know, it's been so much fun, you know, Godspeed to you. It's been great getting to know you. And of course we already enjoy your music. People out there love you. So congratulations on all your success before.
1: Thanks guys. Thank you. Appreciate Absolutely. It. Musicians cafe episode three with Robbie Lyman wrapping it up. Thank you again, Robbie from myself uh, just a reminder to all of our listeners, you can find us on all of the major streaming platforms, whether it be Spotify, Amazon, Apple, Google, or whatever you'd like. You can find us on Anchor. We post episodes weekly every Wednesday, hopefully around 7 to 8 o'clock p.m. If you turn on that notification button, you're going to get a notification every time we post one so that you won't miss out. Make sure you listen. continue listening every single week so that you know which venues to go out to, who's going to be where, um, again, our main purpose is to really support local musicians. It's to support local uh, venues here in Winchester, keep business here as much as possible, uh, because a- as we've already found out, and we're only three episodes in, Brian, that you know we have so much talent in this area. Why go anywhere
0: else? We do. Absolutely, we do. Um, and again, as Chris mentioned, you can contact us. We've actually got a few emails out to us. Most of them have just been... Telling us how great we sound so far. It's actually all gross, I'm telling you. But uh, that's kind of cool. But musicianscafe1 at gmail.com will get you right to us. I need to clean up a little bit of a mistake we made last week. Can you believe when we talked about Eddie Van Halen Uh that Eddie passed away in October of 2020? We literally were way off on that. It didn't seem like we were in six or eight months since he had passed. So my apologies to all you Van Halen fans out there. We did get Ozzy's age right, though. We did get that right for sure. And also, my picky cousin out there, yes... My first drum set did come from your father, and it was free, so thank you very much. I appreciate (laughs) that. Once again, folks, thank you so much for joining us, hanging out here in the Musicians Cafe, and uh, we'll see you next time.